Do you have time to listen to this podcast or do you make time? That is the difference we're talking about today. Let's go. This is To Dare is Human with your host, Adam Connor. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the show, To Dare is Human on deck today, and we are still in the midst of recording season three. So I'm right back here with another weekly uh, chat. I think I called these fireside chats last week. I'm not exactly sure what I called them, but basically just uh, a little more unscripted uh, for me, focusing around a a central topic, which I believe can uh, help me help you help anybody who is on the path to pursuing a passion outside of what they might consider a a traditional real life thing um, a little bit easier, or at least, uh, you know, put it in perspective. So I've talked previously uh, about, uh, you know, the balance between coming off like a try hard and trying less and, um, and other things. And this week I'm going to talk a little bit about time and how we use it and how we perceive it and what we do with it. But first thing I got to do, the first thing I got to do. So first of all, I have been, uh, this audience has been growing. That's been growing pretty crazy over the last week or so. And that's because I started, I started a little bit of marketing on my side, but um, so we've seen we've seen the audience on Facebook grow uh, pretty wildly about 250 last week and we're looking at like gosh like nearly 2500 it's crazy I mean like that is a uh, seriously it's been wild so thanks very much for all the new listeners to the show and I promised a couple days ago I made an Instagram post by the way this is all at Tudera's human Facebook Twitter Instagram all that good stuff just figured to plug but I mentioned on my Instagram a couple days ago that uh, if you are liking what you are hearing first of all you should subscribe wherever you're listening right now if that's what you use to listen to podcasts and if not okay great just hope you come back to the place you are this time next week but also you should leave a rating and a review. Let me know what you think of this show. If you think it's great, if you think it's not great. I like the constructive criticism and the feedback and the social proof. And wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? I got one. I got, I'm now up to 13 over the course of a year, which is pretty good. It's like like one a month, right? A little better. But I promised uh, that I would, you know, I would give that, um, I would shout it out on the show. And, and I said it for, for anything else, I asked several questions and, um, on the Facebook and across Twitter and things like that. So I encourage you to follow me in all those spaces because I'm, I'm always asking questions like this and looking for feedback and, and happy to shout things out on the show uh, related to responses. So um, be sure to be following me. But I got a, uh, I got a, I got a rating and a review, guys. We're really coming up in this world. Five stars. Five stars. Great show is the name of this. This was, this was put in uh, yesterday. So you're going to be hearing this Tuesday morning if you are early gang. And, uh, but I'm recording it on Monday night. And yesterday we got our 13th review. Check it out. Great show is the title. And the writer is, uh, I'm going to get this. The the writer is, is Nike, N-I-Q-U-E, Nick, maybe DSL 99. So appreciate you using your DSL internet to write me a review. And the review says, really informative and love the interview so far. Short and sweet, little exclamation point. Love it. So I really appreciate that. So in all seriousness, uh, that is, I love to see the, the social proof. And it, look, it's not a lot of reviews that I have in. And it, the, this audience is, uh, let's call it cozy <laughs> uh, for now. But 
that's something that um, I, I trust in time, you know, as, as we continue to grow together and as we continue to bring more interviews in, we'll, we'll do more and more. But uh, I figured to start off with that and uh, also encourage uh, and plug all the social media and all the good stuff. And now that I can get that out of the way, um, yeah, let's get into the topic of today. And I mentioned on Facebook when I mentioned I would be recording on this topic that specifically I would be talking about uh, time. And within it, the uh, taking time, I'm trying to pull up the stats right now, I was not, was not loading, I was on DSL for that. I will be talking about using your time to do what you want versus what you feel you need to do. And a question that I asked, and I'm still looking for responses to this, but uh, how do you make time for the things that you want? And how do you balance that between um, essentially things that you need to do? I mentioned it's your job here, but it really could be anything that you feel that you need to, to do. And, um, and having time for that and also how do you how do you find I mean how do you make the time really I, I, I'm trying to find a couple different verbs here find and make and have but it really does make the difference between making a pursuit of something that you really want to do versus just not because oh I could but I won't or I would if I had dot 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 and uh, I think there's a number of, of instances in my personal life but also um, I'm sure in yours where you have known that a pick, maybe picking up some habit or stopping doing something or starting down a new path, um, maybe it's in a career, maybe it's an, uh, an artistic pursuit, maybe it's something uh, sociopolitical, perhaps it's a, uh, perhaps it's, it's an activism sort of thing, a charity, but knowing that you, something educational, knowing that you want to do that, but then saying, Oh, I'll, I'll put it off until whatever, tomorrow, next week, next month, gets to like October, November. Oh, it'll be a great New Year's resolution, which by the way, just like I've been doing every week, I'm going to come back to those because I keep myself accountable and I did pretty bad this week, honestly. Having time. That's something that we say a lot. I don't have the time to do X, Y, Z. I don't have time to go to the gym. I'm working late and then I come home and I make dinner and I'm tired, Right. I don't have time to pursue my my piano playing or my you know painting or my learning of French, which I tried to do like last year and completely blew it at. Or I you know to you know enhance my my personal my personal capital, like go and get a, a degree, go to night school. I don't have time to do that kind of thing, and and because you're operating in a, in a schedule. That I'm sure you set for yourself, whereby you get up in the morning, you go and do what you perceive you need to do. In most cases, it's a job, but it could be something else. It could be class. It could be, um, it could be you're helping your family with something, whatever. And you get to the end of the day, and you just you, you don't have time for it. But how do you get from have to make? I only have a couple of experiences doing this. But I figured I'd talk about them briefly here. And I said that, you know, I said last week that I thought it was going to be a little shorter in terms of the show. And I did not meet. In fact, I think it was longer than the than the week prior. So this week, I'm going to be uh, honestly trying to go a little bit shorter here because I don't need to talk your ear off for an hour on this kind of subject. 
And because it's not like, you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to come off as preachy. Like, oh, you can take, you can just, oh, just take action. Like, step up and do it today. Like, I, of course, you know, I could say all that and I could prophesize and all that junk, but that's not honest. And that's not what I've managed to do myself for the long term. I mean, I have fits and starts and spurts of activity and growth and habit making and all that. But, you know, I'm I'm no better than anybody else. I, I have my like recessions into bad habits and things like that. And so I don't want to pretend that, that I know how to do something universally or what the answer is, but these things have helped me out. And on the basically two occasions in which I've made a habit and made time rather than had time, um, there, there were a couple things in common and I'll try to get through them in the next, oh, I don't know how many minutes. Let's say by the end of this, I'm going to aim for, I'm going to aim for, Mm, let's go 40. I was like 50, 52 last week, right guys? Wasn't that something like that? I'm gonna go less because, you know, honestly, it's at a certain point I just ramble. But let's get into this. So there, there like I said, there are two occasions. And by the way, if you listen to any um, interview that I've done, the most recent one is episode number 74, pretty sure, 74, which is uh, Mike Lewis, CEO and founder of When to Jump. He was the season two, we'll call it finale. And, um, I was going to go to his book event last week in DC and it got postponed. Something came up. Don't know what it was, but it got in the way of my book. And damn it, not only was that going to be the first book that I read of the year, but it was going to be one of the dates that I was going to have. I was going to do a little date night around it. I was going to check off a lot of boxes, man. Really didn't come through for me, but, um, I'm still going to read that book and I'm going to, you know, hopefully get to an event of his soon. But anyway, in the interview with him in the podcast or the interview with anybody, you start to see themes. And one of them is how in, call it making the jump and, you know, how Mike would put it, how do people start to make the jump by making the time first? And normally it's some sort of compelling force, either emotional or somebody supports you along the way or something which is, you know, considered maybe providence, just something that happens, some deus ex machina just drops itself on you and on your life and changes its course forever. But in other times, it's just, it's making conscious efforts to break away from, I'm going to keep saying real life or the real world, but really just a traditional, a traditional use of time towards what we perceive is productive and towards something that you really want. So there are two instances, and by the way, you can, so listen to any of those interviews, all the way back to episode, uh, let's go, I think it's one. I always forget whether it's episode one or two. That is the first interview I did all the way through the most recent, which is episode 74. And by the way, guys, I have st- I've started doing the interviews for season three, and I have got, so I did one just just this past week, and I've teased it out on the show before. But I interviewed, should I say it? Yeah, I will. I interviewed a YouTube talent, a Facebook talent, comedian. Uh, he comments on viral videos. He's Australian. His, his real name is Ethan, but he goes by Aussie Man Reviews. And Aussie Man Reviews has got like probably 10 million fans across social media. So it's just like absolutely huge, just just an absolute unit. And I, I uh, got a hold of him via one of the little mini-sodes that I did in December. I said I was doing those 25 dares at Christmas, and then, honestly, I, it tailed off because I I just couldn't bring myself to do them anymore. I got through the first, like, half of them, and then I basically got to everybody that I wanted 
that I was thinking of at the moment. And so I decided to stop it, but not before I got in touch with him. And, uh, you know, at being the subject of one of the, of the small episodes, he heard it, he loved it. He said, sounds great. Well-researched, happy to answer your questions. And here we are. And that was a great, that was a great, great, great interview. And I, you know, that's going to come out in the coming weeks and it'll be stacked up towards the front of season three. So I encourage you to stay tuned, but enough about plugging. I I said I was going to be done with the plugging at the beginning. I said I was going to be finished. Anyway, let's move on. I have two instances in my life so far when I have decided to make time as opposed to having time. The first was something I admittedly did not keep up with, something which I'm trying to get back on now, but something that I did not keep up with. It was 2015, so we're talking about two and a half years ago, roughly. Uh, I just started basically a new chapter of life. I had uh, I'd gotten out of a relationship. It had me traveling a lot because it was long distance. I uh, w- At my job, I was um, worried about my prospects going forward, not because uh, of any opportunity in front of me, but simply because of my lack uh, of performance. And uh, and that was not only something that I knew, but also something that was made known for me <laughs> in the form of a, hey, you've got this amount of time, you better shape up or, or get out. Um, which was good, by the way. It was it was positive because since then I ended up I ended up really improving. But uh, I was also considering I was going back to the sort of life struggle that I had, which I had at the end of college, which was, do I continue on this path that I'm currently on? Do I take this steady rate of pay? Do I do sales? Do I stay in the tech world? Do I stay in this comfortable bubble? And maybe yeah, it was to be burst for me, but I could, you know, I guess the thinking was that I would go somewhere else and stay in, you know, the, the DC metropolitan area broadly. Would I continue to do that or would I move out west? And uh, it, it, I had planned that out. I planned out the moving costs. I found a potential roommate. I had We were down to a couple places where we were going to live. It was very close to being uh, to being done. I was going to move out and I was going to break out of that traditional world and try to get back into acting, which I think is, I mean, if you talk to anybody that I know, not that you would, but if you know me well, you also know that uh, that, that is a, performing like that is a passion of mine. Uh, doesn't really matter how I, you know, I just acting and, and performing in general. So uh, it's led me to do some of the New Year's resolutions this year with regard to like recording sketches and doing things like that and being creative and doing, you know, of course, doing this podcast, even though it's not so much performance, but I'll get to that in a little bit because that's actually the second uh, instance in which I made time. But in the middle of all this, I realized that I needed some sort of fresh start and whether I was going to stay at my job or go within, you know, go to a new job within sales or the technology as an industry or whether I was going to break away and leave all my friends behind really and move west for, you know, the one or two people I knew and potentially endless opportunity, which, you know, when faced with the odds of going to Hollywood and making it are, are, are undeniably slim uh, and the expected value odds adjusted is uh, very low. But that, that's not why I was doing it. But the point is, I wanted to make some fresh start in the situation that I was in at the time, in the status quo, which was, I still had a job that I uh, needed to, to do well in. I still had a, a rent to pay, um, and I was locked into a lease. I still had all of these real-life things that I uh, was using my time towards. And I decided that the first thing that I was going to do to help break out of, you know, any emotional 
you know, stress that, that comes with such a, a series of changes like that was, uh, and also a, a noted physical need, which I'll, you'll understand in just one second, was to uh, get fit to go to the gym. I mean, everybody, you know, life event hits you. A lot of people do it. New year happens. Um, something, maybe it's something traumatic. Maybe it's something happy. Maybe it's a, a new location, whatever. You feel like you're starting over. You get a fresh start. You just sort of, you, you get to write yourself all over. It's like you can develop new habits and you can have almost a new, not really a new personality, but you can create a new persona. And uh, for me, for a while, that persona was very much in being healthier and working out. And so I, I subscribed to a, a gym that was at a level of investment that I uh, knew that I needed to make the best uh, uh, use of it that I could just because, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like the $10 a month kind of deal. And, uh, and at the same time, I was also um, eating way more nutritiously. I almost said nutritionally. That wouldn't make any sense. Way more nutritiously. And I did this for, let's see, that started in like roughly... July, maybe late June of 2015. And I just, I just, you know, week went by, month went by and going into it, I, I, I had all of these things that I was doing that I, I had a time capacity within. And when I first thought about going to the gym, I was like, well, I don't really have time for that. I don't wake up early. I'm not a good morning person. I'm not, uh, I'm not somebody who's going to come home after, you know, a hard day's work, well, a hard day's work, it depends physically, it's not a hard day's work, but mentally, it's psychologically, it might be if you just spend all day getting told no, um, which you learn, you learn to get around that, regardless, uh, I don't want to come home and then, like, punish myself physically, <laughs> I refer to it as, like, punishment, but, you know, to do that for an hour, uh, or, or whatever, on a regular basis, I just didn't have time for it, no, I want to go home, I want to make dinner, I'll eat a little bit healthier, I'll let that be it, fine, and I'll go to sleep, and I'll, you know, at the time it was, at the time I was saying, and I'll dread the next day, but I never did, I never got to that point, instead, I, I just, I decided as part of this, I said, you know what, Adam, screw it, screw you, all right, you're making an investment in this, and you're just going to do it, so I guess what you're going to do, you're going to do it for a week, you do it for a week and see if you you like it or not. A new a brand new gym was opening up that I was familiar with because um, I had tried it one time and it was like a almost like a boot camp type thing, but it's uh, like a class based gym. And I went into it and uh, basically just signed up and said, "Screw it, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to last for a week, and if I hate it uh, or if I think the investment's too high, I'll 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 settle for something different." But uh, for that week in which I wasn't traveling, thank God, I do a lot more of that now. I just woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, or it would have been 5.30, because I was going to the gym at 7, I don't know, it, whatever, it was early, it was much earlier than I could, that I could comprehend, and uh, I I just was not, I, I just absolutely hated it at first, but I made the time, that's the point, I made the time, and I found that as the days passed, sure, I, I did not enjoy going to the gym really because uh, I was out of shape and, um, you know, it was I was breaking down like whatever muscle and I guess fat, but I just I, I just felt sore and it wasn't it just didn't feel I mean I didn't feel like I you know I picture people working out I people picture people like coming out of the gym like you know little hand towel around their neck and like you know they got a little line of sweat like right at their hairline. And like they're, they're maybe breathing hard, but like, oh, that felt really good. Yeah, let's go get smoothies. All right. And I'm like, God, that is just not the image 
that I come out of that, man, I look like a slime, I look like a mop flipped right side up. I look bad. I look like it was raining. That's what I, I look like it was raining. It's not good. It's not pretty. And you certainly, you, you don't go to the, you know, I didn't feel very, I didn't feel like I was getting myself more attractive, but that's, I guess the point wasn't to come out of the gym looking good. Point was to come out of the gym feeling good. And I, I was neither. But I saw over the days that passed that the things that I had normally done in that time that were filling my time, uh, we still needed to get done. And because of that, I just found a way to make them happen in less time. I'd work a little bit more efficiently. I'd work at a slightly higher pace. I would say, and the way that I would do that is by saying, okay, I got to get up tomorrow at 5.30 or 6 o'clock or whatever. I'd like to get eight hours of sleep. I don't know that I will, but I'd like to. Let's back that up. I'd like to get in bed by 10 o'clock. Let's back that up. I'd like to have an hour or 90 minutes before I go to bed that I can like digest whatever I eat so that I'm not like eating and then falling straight asleep because like that, I don't, that doesn't feel good. So I'll back that up, right? Now I'm at 8.30, 8 o'clock. How much realistically does it take me to make dinner and eat it? Uh, realistically, like probably half an hour. But let's be let's be kind to myself and say I'm gonna take a good long preparation here at dinner. I'll make a good one. It'll give me an hour. All right, back that up. Now you're talking about like 7:30. I want to get home and I want to have some sort of like relaxing time. All right, say that's an hour 90 minutes. Now I'm back at six o'clock. If I can get home by six, then I can be, uh, then I can have some time. I can have my time by making it prior. So that meant I was like leaving work 5, 5.30. And actually later than that because, it, you know, it didn't take an hour to get home. Uh, but I just found that with that shorter amount of time, knowing that I'd have things to do later, it was almost like, it was almost like because I didn't have the time that my that I forced myself into a shorter window, uh, the, the work that I did and the time that I spent doing the things that I perceived I needed to do necessarily sped up the product necessarily got more efficient and got in that way got easier because I didn't feel that I was gonna have to stay late and work late I knew like no I can't work late because I gotta get done by six because I gotta get home and make dinner so I can relax and go to bed and get ready for the gym in the morning and I totally shifted my focus I shifted it away from let's say might have been relaxing at night watching flipping on the tv flipping on the xbox whatever and it shifted over to I got to be awake for the gym in the morning because here was the other thing. And I think part of the reason why this stuck uh, immediately, if I missed a class for this gym, it's already, a, it was already a, a pretty serious monthly investment. But if I missed a class, I got charged like a ridiculous amount, like a 10th of a month. I'd get charged just because I missed a class. And it, you know, on their side, it's because that was a space that could have been taken by somebody else. And they, you know, they, 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 so they charge you at the highest rate, right? But that was something. And first of all, I didn't want to make, make the monthly investment really, because I didn't think I had the money to do it. But then beyond that, I was like, well, I sure as hell aren't going to get penalized another additional 10th of a month, which wasn't insignificant to not be there. So I made the whole focus, the gym, because I wanted to get fit and weeks passed and months passed. And I didn't get that much more annoyed by it. And matter of fact, uh, I slowly, slowly became a little bit more energized about going to the gym. I'm going to run faster today. I'm going to lift uh, more weight. I'm going to do more repetitions of this exercise. Uh, because it's a class and because there are like, you know, 15 to 30 people or maybe more 
in every class, you know, there's a competitive element. I'm going to be the best, whatever. I'm going to row more. And that is what I made the time for. And I realized that everything else was, I mean, nothing else that I was doing really was enriching me and was getting me to what I wanted as opposed to what I perceived I needed to do. And you know what the weird thing is? That operating on the margin like that and making time for something I wanted to do and, and diluting the rest of my time from what I needed to do and, uh, and, and using less time for it as a result did not marginally degrade the quality of the work or the quality of this product that I needed to produce. And that was so weird. It made me wonder, like, not only like, man, I must have been wasting a lot of time, but also in what other aspects of life can I take that approach and find places where I'm not even, I'm not as efficient, I'm lazy, I work slowly or whatever, so that I can make time to do something else. Now, I didn't end up taking on something else. I ended up just sticking with the gym and I stuck with it real hard, like basically towards the end of the year and ended up, I, I, for a while there, I was looking, I was looking pretty damn good. I was looking pretty good. I was not as fat. <laughs> I say that such so as like a self-hating statement. I know I was looking, I was, you know, I, uh, you get through college and you gain weight and everybody does. I assume I did, but, uh, I was starting to reverse that. I was starting to turn that franchise around. And uh, the, the years turned in 2016 happened in 2016. I ended up flying like 120 times and that, and then it fell off the wagon. Not to say that I ballooned, but like, you know, I just wasn't making time for the gym in the way that I had done prior. But it was an opportunity to use that mentality for other things. And so the gym thing is now something that's like ingrained in my head and something I have no problem getting up and going to just because, and it's not necessarily based on the investment anymore, but it's more just, you know, look what that got you over a couple months time, that one time, you can get back there and do that again. So that's the first, the set, I'm at 26 minutes and a half. How am I doing? I think I'm doing well. I'm maybe like 26, whatever. That's the first. The second one is what you're listening to right now. The second one is this podcast. The second one is the this is the product of me realizing that I need to get back into the creative and presentation world and I need to do it now. It came at a time uh, in my life beginning of 2017 when I was uh, curious as to what I was going to keep doing. I was still do. I've held the same job for a number of years and I, you know, I think it's smart no matter what you do, no matter whether you're a CEO or an entry level employee to check in with yourself and assess if what you are doing is something that you really want to be doing, or if it's not, do you at least have time or can you make time for something that you want to do? So same gig, selling technology industry. I was not as back against the wall as I was uh, 18 months prior, but that was still my responsibility. But I wanted to jump into something creative, and I knew that because of my heavy travel schedule, it wasn't going to be acting on the stage somewhere in the, once again, greater DC metropolitan area, because that requires me to be in one place, and I just wasn't there. So uh, I had previously picked up a bunch of like camera equipment and lighting equipment, thinking that I would be able to just rec- record videos and do them on YouTube and be funny in that way, and I really do enjoy that. Uh, I, I enjoy people who make videos on YouTube, I, I, you know, people's thoughts on YouTube go back and forth, but that's what, uh, that's what I was really into at the time. And I was like, well, screw that because I still need to be home 
to record all that stuff for the most part, or at least I need to be home to edit all that stuff. I don't have some fancy laptop that I can just take on the road alongside my other work laptop. And even if I did, I, at that point, I really didn't have the time because if you're on the road traveling for work, you need to like be efficient and make time for that travel and then use it efficiently. So I knew I wasn't going to do that. But then I realized what is like the lowest, at least to me, this is what I thought. Now, it turns out I wasn't right. What is like the lowest barrier to entry and performance that I can do, which is relatively versatile, can be done on the road, is translatable easily between laptop and desktop, uh, where I don't need to be in one location at any given time, even like in the act of doing the creative thing. And funny enough, folks, it's this. It's doing a podcast. It's doing something, or maybe it's not. It's doing something audio-based. And I had an idea of things that I wanted to do in the story uh, and the theme that I wanted to put behind the show. And unsurprisingly, as you can imagine, the theme was, how can I find stories of people who had something that they perceived that they needed to do? We called the traditional life, maybe a nine to five something. And instead made time, in fact, made a majority of their time for something that they wanted to do. A creative passion, a pursuit in that way. The dare as it came to be known and the genesis of the show was that and I again decided that I needed to make time because of course you could say well even even you know even if I had all the equipment and know how to do a podcast tomorrow I still don't have the time to do it now I'm traveling two days a week three days a week now I really don't have time but once again I said, no, if I want to get into something creative and I want to get back in front of an audience and I want to build a brand or whatever in that way, I need to make time. So on weekends after work, I'd come home and I have said it multiple times on this show. And if if you've heard it multiple times, then I'm going to say it again, whatever. I came home from my sales job and felt very much like I walked into my second sales job. I was pitching the show, and the show didn't even exist. The website didn't even exist. I was pitching the show to people to get them on, to interview them, to say, this is something that I'm doing. This is the inspiration for the show. This is the point. This is what I'd like to talk about. This is why I think you'd be good for it, blah, blah, blah. Let's connect. And on the other side, I was learning all about the technicals of audio production, how to make my voice sound good, how to take out ums and uhs and filler words, unlike today, because I'm going to be doing probably a little bit of those. A little bit of that. See, I'm not even going to edit that 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 blurb, that blip. I'm not even going to edit that one. <laughs> so, as you can see, um, these are definitely more laid back. But at the time, I was going whole hog, and I need to be super produced. I was in touch with folks, and I was in touch with folks from the very beginning who ended up uh, really blowing up. I uh, two of the first podcasters that I got in touch with to both interview and to get advice from was a guy. Um, a guy called Josh Muccio, and Josh Muccio still runs in a podcast called The Pitch, which is basically Shark Tank for the radio. And uh, if you've seen Shark Tank, if you haven't, I encourage you to look that up. Actually, you should look up The Pitch by Josh Muccio, is what you should do. And about halfway through last year, and he was he had been in his show for a while, uh, we got together, I, I ran a clip of one of his new episodes on my show, we had an interview, and then his podcast got picked up by Gimlet. I was like, damn, Gimlet's a big podcast network. I was like, damn, that is, that's some serious, that's some serious business right there. I'm sure that he's doing very well as a result, I would assume. 
The other person that I talked to was a woman named Kathy Heller, and Kathy Heller was making a show uh, that was roughly along the same lines as mine. It was more focused on on creative pursuits specifically. That was her job. She was a singer-songwriter based in uh, uh, Los Angeles and was creating an episode or creating a show around the same idea. And, uh, you know, so we, we, and we didn't connect fully. I did a, uh, I did a podcast, I believe on like a mini sode on her show and I wanted to bring her on and we are still yet to connect. Uh, that was, that somebody who I would, if you're listening, Kathy, love to connect with you in 2018. But, um, yeah, I got in touch with her and I really liked her stuff and I kept listening to hers and looked for inspiration as to how I can run mine. And then she blew up like almost, I, I don't know how it happened. I guess she has a she either had a team or did some insane like marketing on her own or whatever, uh, to the point where like at the beginning of the this year, uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes or however you want to call it did a list of like best I don't know if it was self help podcasts or like inspirational podcasts for like the new year to be like a new you or whatever, go after what you want, um, and like the number two because I remember this and she, I, she posted about it as well because the number two show, the number two one. The second most popular one was Oprah. That was second most. She was first. She was number one on this list. And that wasn't the first time that she had been partnered up with with Apple to to promote her show. But you know, it was it was amazing just looking at that progress. And I realized that it was you know it's because people made time for it. And so I spent. I came home during my lunch breaks. I spent all my time from like 6 p.m., let's call it, since that's what we were saying, until, let's call it 10, just working on the show. And that first one took hours and hours and hours to put together. And then the time dropped, and tonight I'll be on this for a couple hours maybe. But you make the time, you learn to get more efficient, and then you also learn to get more efficient in the other things which you perceive that you need to do, such that you have more time for that which you initially made time. See what I'm saying? So, you know, I would, I would ask, and I'm going to, in a second, I'm going to jump to New Year's resolutions and then kick out of the episode because you guys are tired of listening to me, but if you have something which you really want to do, if it is getting fit, get into the gym, all right, if it is getting into something artistic, okay, if it is going back to school, uh, if it is, you know, if it is, if it is uh, making an effort to be more social or go on more dates or whatever, how can you choose today to just make the time. Pick a window. Pick an hour on a weekend day. Pick a, a, a set of time every morning. Pick a set of times in the afternoon or the, the evening, rather. Do something on your lunch break. You know, whatever. That's what I did. And take that time to seriously put some investment against it. You know, it's hard to self-discipline in that way, but Tuck some money away or don't allow yourself to use money for something or subscribe to a service like I did with the gym that forces you into a level of investment that requires effort and requires you to be diligent and requires you to be disciplined. And for a while, I don't know if this is the best advice, but it worked for me. Obsess with that. Obsess over it for a little bit, just for a little bit. Make it the point of your day. You go to work, you get through what you've done at work. You've been at your job probably for like a couple months or maybe years. You know what you got to do at work. Go to work, get that done. If it's not what you really want to be doing, just go and get it done. And go home or go back to your car or go over to your you know friend's house or whatever and 
make your whole day about getting one step further on that process. That's what I did with the gym. That's what I did with this show. What I still do with this show to a point. What I intend to do this year with um, getting more heavily into acting. And just try it out. I mean, I encourage, and I, I wish if somebody listened to this show and just took that and if that was a good way to do it and reported back, I, that would make that would make my that would make this whole recording worth it, I think. Because one, it tells me that I'm not too far off with how I approach things uh, because it works for somebody else, but also just because it means that <laughs> I was going to say, because it means that somebody is listening to this show, uh, because it means that um, the message is getting through and that it's not a one off. So anyway, I still pose that question to you that I posed on the Facebook page. How do you make time and how do you balance it between the things that you want and the things that you feel that you need to do? So I'd love to get back to me on that. You can email me, hello at todayishuman.com, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at todayishuman. I'm going to plug it again. That's fine. All right. Boom. Main topic of discussion. Pretty much through. Let's talk about New Year's resolutions. All right. Let's talk about what I'm trying to do to get better in 18. And yeah, it's going to involve the acting thing. I, as you know, have a set of New Year's resolutions that I started on January the 1 across four different topics of the good life, health, wealth, love, happiness. Every week I review those resolutions, talk about my progress and my strategies going forward to actually hold them, to keep myself accountable and to let you know that somebody out there is doing it and that you can too. And maybe it's a you know February resolution at this point or maybe it's a Q1 resolution, whatever. Because it doesn't have to be January 1, Just it's just symbolic. So let me quickly review these, all right, just as a little self-check. Might be a little bit, might be a little bit self-deprecating uh, here, but we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's talk about health. I said at the beginning of the year I want to drop twenty-five pounds. Twenty-five. Now that is a pretty serious number, and uh, I'm also going to use the statistics that I pulled as of yesterday, since that is how I mark the weeks by Sundays. And I started the year at a certain level, and I said I'm going to get to that number minus twenty-five. And as of Sunday, I'm pulling up the numbers. I'm pulling up the numbers as of right now. Uh, as of Sunday, I was down a total of 3.6. Pretty sure is what I'm looking at here. Yeah, 3.6. So 3.6 over uh, over 25. That means that uh, I am roughly 14% of the way there. Is that right? Whoa, that's farther than I thought. Now, that is ahead of schedule. I do expect a plateau. But I am adopting some healthier habits along the way, which is the next set of resolutions. Uh, Go uh, to the gym or do something. I I updated this. Go to the gym or do something athletic Uh, um, three uh, three times a week, 150 times in the year. And uh, folks, I am behind. I'm behind on this because uh, in the last week I had traveled, I, I just on Sunday or over this weekend, I just got back from a 12-day stint of work, including a weekend uh, where I was in Vegas and LA and New York and all these places where I had ample opportunity to exercise and largely didn't. I even got, in the first week, I even got two sessions in. And then the week after that, I just got none. It was bad. It was bad for my gymming. I'm going to call it gymming. It was bad for that. So I am now sitting at uh, four, I think, for the year. 
which is not good. But I do have uh, four classes scheduled this week and five the week after that and five the week after that. And hopefully I get done three of them because then I can at least stay on the goal if not catch up. But I have done a little bit better on the next resolution, which is find a healthy routine. Now, at first I thought this was going to be doing a daily vitamin regimen or taking protein shakes every now and again. Uh, and I've actually done those. But uh, weirdly, sometimes I'll miss a day and then I'll I feel like, I'll be like, oh, I can't believe I missed that. And there's nothing I can do. I can't like take like two doses of vitamins because it's actually like pretty dangerous. Um, and I also can't just like down two protein shakes at the time because that makes no sense. But what I have figured out is that I, you burn like way more calories by like standing rather than sitting most of the day. The sedentary lifestyle, especially in the U.S., if you're listening internationally, as you may have seen in like whatever, in cartoons or you're caricatured, um, obviously uh, weight issues abound in the U.S., but I think it's largely as a result of a sedentary lifestyle. And um, I've just like taken a look at the numbers. And I keep saying the numbers. I wear a Fitbit and I have a related scale and a related app on my phone. So I'm getting all techy with it. But I've noticed that you can do a lot more calorie burning, just pure calorie burning via a, a higher heart rate, via muscle engagement if you stand. And so I've been doing it from nine to five every day. Just I'm just not sitting down. I'm, I'm not putting the desk down. I kick the chair under the desk so that I can't even maneuver the desk down because then it hits the chair. And that's what I've been doing. And that's, that's a habit. And I've just done it for like a week. So it's not really a habit right now. It's just a habit. It's just a habitual activity. It's not a habit. It's just a routine. But I'm going to try to make it one. Um, and in place of that, I've really screwed up on the mental side. <laughs> not like not like in terms of mental health, but in terms of the meditation. I keep saying I'm going to meditate. I got that suggestion two weeks ago for the meditation service. Not service. It's like a It's like an app, I think. I got to go check that out. I haven't done that. So hold me accountable. I can't meditate for anything. So if you want to roast me in the comments, you can do that. Uh, let's talk about wealth. Uh, I'm on a goal. Um, I have a goal of making 10% more than I made in 2017 just because I'm in sales and my income is variable. Uh, I'm going to look at this on a monthly basis. So I'm going to just skip over that for now. Uh, 2% of my income coming from a side hustle. Right now it's 0% just because I don't know what I'm going to do there. have some ideas, but I still don't know. I tell you this, here's another thing, I keep giving homework like this, but reach out, if you have a way, if you have something that you do on the side, that just makes you like a couple of bucks, but something that's just, it's just a passion of yours, you just like to do it, it's not even about the money, because for me it's like 2%, it's like not about the money at that point, it's just about knowing that you could do something, let me know, write me, ping me on social media, whatever, I want to know that, Um, because I don't know what I should do yet. And then reading 12 books. Now, I thought that I was kind of, uh, I was kind of, uh, cheaped out of my, uh, my first book there via the When to Jump, um, uh, event getting postponed, but I, I did find another book in the meantime, and I posted about it on my Facebook, and I think I am going to make this the first, uh, one that I read. It is about, uh, how in the world of automation today, in the world of everything being suggested for you via technology and all that, and that's that's over-exaggerated, I know, but in just in an environment where that happens more often than not, are we getting so comfortable that we aren't, uh, that we aren't pursuing something outside of our comfort zone? Are these tailor-made experiences via apps and television and, and all that, is that 
keeping us from breaking out and trying something new. This book is called The Complacent Class, and it talks about that very thing. And for me, it reminds me, just without even opening the book, it reminds me of uh, that sort of traditional life that folks uh, lead before making the dare. They are comfortable. Maybe it's not what they want to do, but, you know, everything is laid out for them. And you can coast. I could, I mean, I couldn't coast, but like, I could work in this tech sales job forever. Make a, make a salary, make a wage, whatever. And I'd have an earning, I'd have an income. Wouldn't be what I want to do 100%. But, you know, it's what I'd do part of the time. It's how I'd make, it's how I'd make my money. You know, I don't think anybody comes out of the womb saying like, I want to sell software. I just don't think it's, and nobody comes out of the womb saying anything. But, um, so I don't intend to say that I don't want to do the job that I'm doing. I obviously been doing it for three and a half years now, but I didn't want to do it to a certain extent. I wouldn't do it, but it's all about finding that it's all about, am I going to be complacent just by doing that, knowing that I take home a good steady rate of pay or am I going to look for something a little bit more? So that's why I'm talking about dipping my toes into something on the side, not even for like the related income or whatever, just because it's interesting to me. So that's going to be the first book, I think, this year. The Complacent Class by Tyler Cohen. I'm hoping I'm getting that right. Cowan might be Cohen. I'll figure it out. And I'll get back to you. And I'll do a little book. In fact, I might do a little, I might do a little bit podcast episode like just on that. Just on the book. And maybe you follow along with me. Do a little book club <laughs> or something like that together. All right, let's jump on to the last ones because once again, I have not done a short podcast. I don't know how... I think I just got, I think I just got ahead of myself and just kept talking. It's another reason why sales is okay. It's just I keep talking and I never shut up. <laughs> Actually, should be doing more listening. That's what they say. They say you should listen more than you speak. Come on, Adam. Twenty-five date nights. All right. So um, this is something that I was. Uh, I had two lined up uh, that week. The that I had recorded. Uh, last week I had done one of them. I'd gone out on a double date with my girlfriend and then I had planned on doing this book event. And once again, everything is falling apart. No. Um, so instead we've come back to the, the greater DC metropolitan area and there's a restaurant week here, which if you don't know what restaurant week is, basically a bunch of restaurants get together and say, yeah, sure. For this week, we're going to do this prefix meal and it's going to be at a discount just to get people in the restaurant. And it, you know, as a result, people who wouldn't go there, go there. And so that's what we're going to do. And we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to do one of those. Um, I think that uh, I almost wanted to count yet. I almost wanted to count what we did yesterday as one, but I don't think I am. So I've never had fondue. That's something that's something like it's a weird thing. Like a lot of people have had fondue. I just haven't. But we got a fondue like pot, like a thing that you could just make at home. And we did that. But it was like, you know, I was at home. It was like one of those stay dates. And like, that's OK. You can do those. But eh. I wanted like I want to step outside of the box a little bit. So uh, we have number we have uh, number two on the year planned for this week, and that puts me right on schedule um, with twenty five. Again, not that I'm putting a quota against this, or that once I hit a maximum, I'd like to exceed this mark. But it's also just because you know we both work a lot, we both travel a lot. Like it is important to continue to remember that like anybody that you're in a relationship with, like you're still dating them. Like if you're married to them, you're still should be doing this kind of thing. I'm not married, but like you know eventually. Should we be doing that kind of thing? And so that's just like a goal. It's like, I feel silly a little bit putting a number against it. It's not the point. The point is just that I'm doing something regular. So, could maybe do more than 25. I'd do 50. I just think that I'd come, feel like I'd fear that I would fall short of that goal and I would feel bad about myself for doing that. 
All right, and then finally, let's talk about happiness. Find a way to act. Uh, for example, write 10 sketches and record them on YouTube. I uh, have a couple new ideas for sketches. I haven't written them out yet, but I have a couple new ideas. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned if I mentioned it last week, but uh, I have a new idea, which is a little like a mini-series for a bunch of videos in which I like talk about one current event uh, really angrily over a bowl of cereal. Uh, I call it Flake News. I think that could be interesting. I'll see what happens with that. I'm going to write some of those. A uh, couple parody videos I have in mind, um, things like that. So I actually feel pretty confident there. I just need to make time to write a couple of scripts that I will do uh, this week or next week. Uh, speaking opportunities, I've actually started to reach out to some folks to look for speaking opportunities. It's something that I want to do just once in 2018 at least. So that's a binary sort of yes-no response there, and I have not completed that yet. Uh, find people who match my interests. So I've been looking into communities of folks who are either posting content online or acting or doing things like that. I found a couple uh, and I've made it the first step there. I have made the effort to find them. I just have not engaged with them yet. I need to do that. Um, by the way, if you think I should be like putting this out as a checklist or like as a text document as opposed to doing this part of the podcast on them, like let me know. I'll just do that because now we're like almost running over. So this is the last one. Be, be grateful for my progress documented along the way. That's the point of this. And, uh, you know, I'm always grateful to have you folks listening all the way through. If you've made it to 49 minutes, roughly, um, I applaud you. <laughs> and I'll check in with you again next week. Here's where the music is starting to come up a little bit. Uh, again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Human. Really appreciate uh, you giving me your honest thoughts here via a rating and review wherever you listen. You can always email me, hello at tadarashuman.com, either with any of the things that I asked about in this show or with a suggestion for a new topic or somebody to interview as I'm interviewing folks for season three right now. And I hope to get that done in the next couple weeks just so that I can give myself a couple weeks of leeway uh, of ahead of time. So anyway, I hope you make time for something great that you want to do this week and going forward. And uh, until next time, I've been Adam Connor and uh, peace out. Like what you hear? Stay up to date with Tadare is Human by subscribing and following across social media. And until next time, keep daring.